0: It's Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. Hey everyone, it's time for Story Circle Theater, where some of our favorite stories are brought to life by some of our favorite people. And today, our very own Jack Ward brings us the story of a swallow who meets a statue in Oscar Wilde's 1888 classic, The Happy Prince. So join the circle, get comfortable, and enjoy The Happy Prince. The Happy Prince, by Oscar Wilde. High above the city on a tall column stood the statue of the happy prince he was gilded all over with thin leaves of fine gold for eyes he had two bright sapphires and a large red ruby glowed on his sword hilt he was very much admired indeed he is as beautiful as a weathercock remarked one of the town councillors why can't you be like the happy prince asked a sensible mother of her little boy who was crying for the moon The happy prince never dreams of crying for anything. He looks just like an angel, said the charity children as they came out of the cathedral in their bright scarlet cloaks and their clean white pinafores. How do you know, said the mathematical master? You have never seen one. Ah, but we have in our dreams, answered the children. One night there flew over the city a little swallow. His friends had gone away to Egypt six weeks before, but he had stayed behind, for he was in love with the most beautiful reed. After they had gone, he felt lonely and began to tire of his lady love. I admit that she is domestic, he said, but I love traveling, and my wife consequently should love traveling also. Will you come away with me, he said finally to her, but the reed shook her head. You have been trifling with me, he cried. I am off to the pyramids. Goodbye. And he flew away. All day long he flew, and at night time he arrived at the city. Where shall I put up, he said. Then he saw the statue on the tall column. I will put up here, he cried. So he lighted just between the feet of the happy prince. I have a golden bedroom, he said softly to himself, as he looked round and he prepared to go to sleep. But just as he was putting his head under his wing, a large drop of water fell on him. What a curious thing, he cried. There is not a single cloud in the sky, and yet it's raining. Then another drop fell. What is the use of a statue if it cannot keep the rain off, he said. I must look for a good chimney-pot, and he determined to fly away. But before he opened his wings, a third drop fell, and he looked up. The eyes of the happy prince were filled with tears, and tears were running down his golden cheeks. Who are you? he said. I am the happy prince. Why are you weeping then? said the swallow. When I was alive and had a human heart, answered the statue. I did not know what tears were, for I lived in the palace of Sans Susi, where sorrow was not allowed to enter. My courtiers called me the happy prince. So I lived, and so I died. And now that I am dead, they have set me up here so high that I can see all the ugliness and all the misery of my city, and though my heart is made of lead, yet I cannot choose but weep. Far away in a little street there is a poor house. One of the windows is open, and through it I can see a woman seated at a table, She is embroidering passion flowers on a satin gown for the loveliest of the queen's maids of honor to wear at the next court ball. In a bed in the corner of the room, her little boy is lying ill. He has a fever, and he's asking for oranges. His mother has nothing to give him but river water, so he is crying. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, will you not bring her the ruby out of my sword hilt? My feet are fastened to this pedestal, and I cannot move. I am waited for in Egypt, said the swallow. My friends are flying up and down the Nile and taking to the large lotus flowers. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Will you not stay with me for one night and be my messenger? The boy is so thirsty, and the mother so sad. "'I don't think I like boys,' answered the swallow. "'Last summer when I was staying at the river, "'there were two rude boys, the miller's sons, "'who were always throwing stones at me.' "'But the happy prince looked so sad "'that the little swallow was sorry. "'It's very cold here,' he said. "'But I will stay with you one night and be your messenger.' "'Thank you, little swallow,' said the prince. "'So the swallow picked out the great ruby from the prince's sword "'and flew away with it in his beak over the roofs of the town.' He passed by the cathedral tower where the white marble angels were sculptured. He passed by the palace, and a beautiful girl came out in the balcony with her lover. How wonderful the stars are, he said to her. I hope my dress will be ready in time for the state ball, she answered. I have ordered passion flowers to be embroidered on it, but the seamstresses are so lazy. He passed over the river, and at last he came to the poorhouse and looked in. The boy was tossing feverishly on his bed, and the mother had fallen asleep. She was so tired. In he hopped and laid the great ruby on the table beside the woman's thimble. Then he flew gently round the bed, fanning the boy's forehead with his wings. How cool I feel, said the boy. I must be getting better. Then the swallow flew back to the happy prince and told him what he'd done. It is curious, he remarked, but I feel quite warm now. "'although it is so cold.' "'That is because you have done a good action,' said the prince. "'And the little swallow began to think, and then he fell asleep. "'Thinking always made him sleepy.' "'When day broke, he flew down to the river and had a bath. "'Tonight I go to Egypt,' he said in high spirits at the prospect. "'He visited all the public monuments "'and sat a long time on top of the church steeple. "'When the moon rose, he flew back to the happy prince.' "'Have you any commissions for Egypt?' he cried. "'I am just starting.' "'Swallow, swallow, little swallow,' said the prince. "'Will you not stay with me one night longer?' "'I am waited for in Egypt,' answered the swallow. "'Swallow, swallow, little swallow,' said the prince. "'Far away across the city, I see a young man in a garret. "'He is leaning over a desk covered with papers.' He's trying to finish a play for the director of the theatre, but he is too cold to write any more. There is no fire in the grate, and hunger has made him faint. I will wait with you one night longer, said the swallow, who really had a good heart. Shall I take him another ruby? Alas, I have no ruby now, said the prince. My eyes are all that I have left. They are made of rare sapphires. Pluck out one of them and take it to him. "'He will sell it to the jeweler and buy firewood and finish his play.' "'Dear prince,' said the swallow. "'I cannot do that,' and he began to weep. "'Swallow, swallow, little swallow,' said the prince. "'Do as I command you.' So the swallow plucked out the prince's eye and flew away to the student's garnet. It was easy enough to get in as there was a hole in the roof. Through this he darted and came into the room. The young man had his head buried in his hands, so he did not hear the flutter of the bird's wings, and when he looked up he found a beautiful sapphire lying on his desk. I'm beginning to be appreciated, he cried. This is from some great admirer. Now I can finish my play, and he looked quite happy. The next day the swallow flew down to the harbor. He sat on the mast of a large vessel and watched the sailors hauling big chests out of the hold with ropes, and when the moon rose he flew back to the happy prince. "'I come to bid you good-bye,' he cried. "'Swallow, swallow, little swallow,' said the prince. "'Will you not stay with me one night longer?' "'It is winter,' answered the swallow, "'and the chill snow will soon be here. "'In Egypt the sun is warm on the green palm trees "'and the crocodiles lie in the mud and look lazily about them.' "'In the square below,' said the happy prince, "'there stands a little match-girl.' She has let her matches fall in the gutter, and they are all spoiled. Her father will beat her if she does not bring home some money, and she is crying. Pluck out my other eye and give it to her, and her father will not beat her. I will stay with you one night longer, said the swallow, but I cannot pluck out your eye. You would be quite blind then. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Do as I command you. So he plucked out the prince's other eye and darted down with it. He swooped past the match girl and slipped the jewel into the palm of her hand. What a lovely bit of glass, cried the little girl, and she ran home laughing. Then the swallow came back to the prince. You are blind now, he said, so I will stay with you always. No, little swallow, said the poor prince. You must go away to Egypt. I will stay with you always, said the swallow and he slept at the prince's feet. All the next day he sat on the prince's shoulder and told him stories of what he'd seen in strange lands. He told him of the red ibises who stand in long rows on the banks of the Nile, of the sphinx who is as old as the world itself and lives in the desert, of the merchants who walk slowly by the side of their camels and carry amber beads in their hands. Dear little swallow, said the prince, you tell me of marvelous things, but more marvelous than anything is the suffering of man and of woman. Fly over my city, little swallow, and tell me what you see there. So the swallow flew over the great city and saw the rich making merry in their beautiful houses, while the beggars were sitting at the gates. He flew into dark lanes and saw the white faces of starving children looking out listlessly at the black streets. Then he flew back and told the prince what he had seen. I am covered with fine gold, said the prince. You must take it off, leaf by leaf, and give it to my poor. Leaf after leaf of the fine gold the swallow picked off, till the happy prince looked quite dull and grey. Leaf after leaf of the fine gold he brought to the poor, and the children's faces grew rosier, and they laughed and played games in the street. We have bread now, they cried. Then the snow came. And after the snow came the frost. The poor little swallow grew colder and colder, but he would not leave the prince. He picked up crumbs outside the baker's door when the baker wasn't looking and tried to keep himself warm by flapping his wings. But at last he knew that he was going to die. He had just enough strength to fly up to the prince's shoulder once more. Goodbye, dear prince, he murmured. Will you let me kiss your hand? I am glad that you are going to Egypt at last, little swallow, said the prince. You have stayed too long here, but you must kiss me on the lips, for I love you. It is not to Egypt that I am going, said the swallow. I am going to the house of death. And he kissed the happy prince on the lips and fell down dead at his feet. At that moment a curious crack sounded inside the statue, as if something had broken. The fact is that the leaden heart had snapped right in two. Earlier the next morning the mayor was walking in the square below in company with the town councillors. As they passed the column he looked up at the statue. Dear me, how shabby the happy prince looks, he said. How shabby indeed, cried the town councillors. And here is actually a dead bird at his feet, continued the mayor. We must really issue a proclamation that birds are not to be allowed to die here. And the town clerk made a note of the suggestion. So they pulled down the statue of the happy prince. As he is no longer beautiful, he is no longer useful, said the art professor at the university. Then they melted the statue in a furnace. What a strange thing, said the overseer of the workmen at the foundry. This broken lead heart won't melt in the furnace. We must throw it away. So they threw it on a dust heap, where the dead swallow was also lying. Bring me the two most precious things in the city, said God to one of his angels. And the angel brought him the leaden heart and the dead bird. You have rightly chosen, said God. For in my garden of paradise this little bird shall sing for evermore, and in my city of gold the happy prince shall praise me. Well, that's our story for today. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you'll join us next time on Story Circle Theater. Have a great day. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Audio Groove Cats Good morning. We hope you're enjoying Saturday Story Circle. Get enough cereal? How's the coloring going? You can always join us tomorrow on Mutual with the Sunday Showcase. Original audio drama from the United Artists of Audio, right here on Mutual. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for exciting audio drama every day, or find the Sunday Showcase feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine, together.